Welcome to Life, a podcast dedicated to helping men and young men to live all of life under the cross. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast Life. Today is our first episode and we're going to be talking about the importance of one life to live. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart. Yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. As Christians, we know that there is life after death. But we also know that this life is a once in a lifetime thing. We don't get um, things like a reset. We don't get do-overs. We don't get try-agains. It's one and done. James likes to say it this way in his letter. James chapter 4 verses 13 through 17 says this. Come now who you say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. You know, it's really something to ponder about the short time that we have on this planet. Some people get days and some people get decades. Some will get a century while others will only get seconds. Yet even the longest life on earth is really nothing compared to what eternity has in store. And so we should make the most of these days here on earth with the known fact, of course, that in our days we should strive to know God and to live for Him. So what does this look like, really practically speaking? Well, I've come up with a list of about five things that maybe we should be doing with our lives. And again, when we talk about this list, this is not the only things we should be doing, but this is a five things, and it's pretty important. So I think if we grab these five five things and really try to implement them in our lives, you know, life would be better. So here it is. Number one, don't waste your life, right? Um, because we're not guaranteed our days, don't waste them on things um, that you'll never get back, right? Uh, when we look at life, we look at situations in life, um, we can make more money. We can get another opportunity. Uh, but the time you use, you will not get back. And so you think about times as a husband or times as a parent or times in certain areas of your life. You know, you do not get to rewind and redo those things. And so, friends, don't waste your life. Um, very simply, don't waste time and energy on nothingness, right? If if we were to take our days and look at them, you know, one 24-hour period, and we would examine what we did in that day, I bet a lot of us would find times in our life where we're just doing absolutely nothing. And that's not to say that, you know, we can't take a break and rest and, and take a nap, things like that, because our, our bodies um, depend upon those things. Um, but if we look at our lives, more generally speaking, and we think about all the hours and the days and the weeks that we use just to basically waste, right? I've always read the um, funny different little um, statistics to say how they see, you know, on the average lifespan, how much time do we spend on the toilet or how much time do we spend um, browsing through Facebook or how much time do we spend doing absolutely nothing. And that, that should scare us in a sense because, again, if this is the only life that we have, 
what are we doing wasting it, right? So don't waste your life on, on energy, on nothingness. Uh, also, don't be lazy or, as the Bible would say, a lover of sleep. Now, we all know that everyone requires rest, okay? Our bodies, if you don't have rest, will will fatigue and wear out and uh, and bad things will happen, okay? But it's also known that not everyone needs the same amount of rest, but we all need it at some point. And so we should not become so absorbed, though, with the idea of rest, laziness, sleeping, um, that it wastes our life. You know, the Bible has much to say about this in the book of Proverbs. You'll read over and over how God in his word through Solomon uh, talks about the lazy man or the sluggard, about how he wastes his life. And so, friends, very practically speaking, if this is the only life that we live, don't waste it being lazy. Take the challenges. Take the task. Just just do something with your life. So that's number one. So don't don't waste your life. Number two, practically speaking, we should seize moments. Because life happens in stages and we don't have the rewind button, like I said earlier. Don't be so quick to leave where you are. So a couple examples of this. You know, if you're a child and and you have a um life stage that you're going through, don't be so hesitant, you know, to to look forward to getting out of that stage, right? So looking back on all of my kids, we've got seven boys and we're helping raise other boys and kids like that. And we often get frustrated about, you know, the diaper stage. And we're like, oh, we can't wait till we're out of diapers and we don't got to do diapers anymore. Or oh, we can't wait till we get out of the bottle stage. We don't have to feed these kids anymore. Um, yes, we all realize that people grow in stages and there are those tasks that seem like they're mundane and overwhelming. But in this life, when you're in those moments, don't forget to really seize those moments. Because here's the thing. When your child is a baby and they cannot feed themselves, those are precious dear moments where you get to hold your child and you get to feed them and you need to get care for them and, and make sure that they have nutrients and love. And you don't get that back, right? It's, it's, it's weird if I held my 17-year-old in my lap and fed him, but it's pretty awesome when they're little. So seize those moments. Parents, you know, we always look back and say, we wish we had those moments back. And so uh, from a parenting standpoint, definitely that, but also even just from individual standpoints, if you're a younger person listening to this right now, and let's say you're in high school, you know, seize the moments that you have in high school because you're never going to get another opportunity like high school. You're not going to have the assistance in education. You're not going to have the opportunities to compete uh, in things like sports and extracurriculars where you have uh, almost a built-in set of support systems there. I mean, that when you have a good community around you, it, it's a really fun thing. Um, seize that moment, right? Four years of high school is not a lot of time. Take those opportunities to be a high school student. Don't don't be so ready to jump out into the world and be an adult that you don't seize those high school opportunities. And again, when we're talking about any moments that we're seizing, obviously we're talking about it in a God-glorifying way. And so, as we've already mentioned, don't rush the moments that you're not getting back. Um, but don't dwell on past things and lose out on future ones as well. Right? There are some people who will take this to the extreme and will live in the past rather than realizing, hey, that stage is over. Let's move forward. Okay. So number one, don't waste your life. Number two, seize moments. Number three, live with purpose. You see, in our in our lives, especially as a Christian, we, we fall under this banner of a general purpose of life and a specific purpose. 
We know in the Bible, we know in God's word that he has instructed all Christians to some things that they're supposed to live out in their lives on purpose. And so things like, you know, we're all called as God's people to to be the light, uh, to be witnesses, to be um, God's hands and feet, things like that, where we're all called to do that. You know, it doesn't take people like pastors or leaders in the church to be the ones that go and share the good news about Jesus. All Christians are called to do that. But also, even more generally speaking, um, unless God is doing something specific in your life, um, we see the mandate in the Bible for things like this. Uh, go, men, and get a wife. Go, women, and find a husband. Go, marriages, and have children. Right? Those are general purposes in life that God has given us those things, and we should seize those, and we should take those opportunities, and we should live on purpose. Man, one of the greatest things that I've ever experienced is being a husband and being a father. I mean, that's that's a great purpose that God has given me in my life. Now, if we pick up that um, responsibility of purpose of being a husband or a wife or, or uh, being a parent, then you, you also have to be ready to live with purpose for those things. I realized at the moment that I married my wife and the moment that I had children that my purpose was to be the husband for my wife and the father for my children. And so it really put a lot of other things on the back burner because that was now my purpose. And and God has planned that generally for, for many of us. But there are times in our lives um, that we are all called to specific purposes. You know, not everyone is going to have the same life. God is not going to use everyone the same. And so there are those times where people are called specifically to do things. I mean, look in your Bible, look in the New Testament alone, and look at certain figures that step out or stand out to you, rather, and how they were assigned a specific purpose, right? Look at the Apostle Peter, you know, gets to preach to Pentecost and 5,000 people are saved or 3,000 people are saved that day. And God specifically used Peter in that moment in time for that situation, and that was a specific purpose, and only Peter experienced that. Only Apostle Paul writes, New Testament letters that he writes, and only John and and Luke and others like them. You know, not all of us are writing New Testament gospel letters and things like that. That was their specific purpose, and God was using them for that. And now, even in twenty twenty one, we need to realize as Christians and as men and women, uh, but specifically talking to men here, um, God has general purpose for you. So read your Bible and figure that out. But also, God has specific things in store for you. That's where you would find like the verse Ephesians 2.10 where God has prepared the good works for you that you um, should walk in them. And so live with purpose, friends. Practically also, number four, what should we be doing in our lives since there's only one life to live? Uh, we should not be distracted, all right? Number four would be don't be distracted. Because again, we don't get do-overs. We don't get to hit the reset button. Uh, so don't let distraction affect your life. And let me kind of tease this out for a minute and kind of explain what this means to me when about distractions. You know, when when we're distracted by just things in general, it takes us and our attention off a task that is at hand. And many times we think about that like, you know, hey, I'm distracted at work or I'm distracted at school. So we just think immediately of things that we're working on. But in life, we can face many distractions that pull us away from really living life. And so think about this. Uh, Oftentimes, um, as men and as young men, we get distracted by our own sin, right? 
there are men for some reason in 2021 um, that aren't stepping up to the plate and living out that general purpose of go find a wife and make a family, right? We got guys running around in their 20s and 30s and don't want to settle down. And the reason why oftentimes is because they're distracted by their own sin of lust and desire just to continue to be a boy rather than be a man, right? That sin is distracting them from the life that they really should be living. And so we got to be careful with that. And I don't know what your specific thing is you're dealing with, but I would tell you this, sin will often distract us from really living life out as God has planned it. It takes us and puts us on the sidelines and we fail to really be involved in, in the real game of life. And so don't be distracted by your sin. Second of all, don't be distracted by yourself or selfish things. Again, um, this is a little bit of a caveat being different from sin, but there are just times in our lives where where we choose to be selfish and self-centered and we, we forget that life is more than just us, right? It would be very wrong of me right now in my current context to totally focus on myself because life is affected by the choices I make with other people, right? If I chose to just stop working and bounce out and and take myself 4,000 miles away, it's going to have repercussions. First and foremost, on my wife and my children, right? If I leave them, that's going to cause problems, right? And notice that if I was just distracted by that, how that would affect. And so very practically speaking, in our lives, we shouldn't be distracted, We shouldn't be distracted by sin. We shouldn't be distracted by self and selfish things. But finally, we also shouldn't get distracted, guys, by our ignorance or just flat-out stupidity, right? The difference between ignorance and being stupid is this. Ignorance is just because you just don't know, right? I am ignorant as to how to fly a plane, right? Because I have never learned how. So therefore, you can call me ignorant of that. To be stupid about something is to know it, and still not to do it, right? So as men, as young men, we can act both ignorantly and stupid. And those things often distract us. We're distracted by not living life because we're ignorant of things. So for example, young men in particular, you are ignorant about how life works because you've not yet experienced adulthood, right? And so that's just ignorance on your end, and so you have to learn. But what happens is you allow your ignorance to continue to distract you from becoming a man, right? Friends, don't don't think, especially for young men, don't think that, hey, I'm going to turn 18, I'm going to graduate, and then bam, automatically, I know how to be a man. That just That is ignorant thinking and foolish thinking. Don't be distracted by that. For others, they live, like I said, uh, stupidly or in stupidity where they're willfully ignorant of things. So don't be distracted by those things. The last thing I would say, today about this one life to live and in this episode is consider your last day today okay remember the bible says in hebrews that it's appointed on a man once to die then judgment right all of us will have an expiration date we all hope for the long extended healthy life but but we're not promised that but friends since there is just one life to live and then eternity we should consider the last day and Here are some things that we should consider. First of all, consider eternal things. Where are you at with Christ? Have you ever repented of your sins and trusted in him? Have you given your life to him? Because again, friends, just as there's not a reset in this life, there's not second and third chances when you stand before the Lord himself. 
We have this life to make that decision, to trust in Christ. And if someone has shared the good news with you and and showed you God's word, friend, let me just very plainly tell you, that is God speaking to you then. Because it is his word telling you what he has done for you and you need to receive the gift of salvation. So consider that. Second of all, be emotionally prepared, right? Again, I'm a realist. I realize that one day I will die. Okay, so I'm not going to freak out about it, and I'm not going to live my life thinking like, oh no, I, I, I don't want to die, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. I know where I'm going, but I'm emotionally ready for that. And so that means practically that I'm living every day that I can in, in a right relationship, not only with God, but other people. You know, I don't want to live my life um, in contention with my wife and my children because it could be my last day, right? I'm going to live those relationships in a healthy fashion because it could be my last day. Also, I should be ready practically and financially speaking, okay? And this speaks both to uh, older men and young men. Uh, do we have a plan? Because our days are numbered, uh, are we responsible as men to be ready for that last day? So do you have a will? Do you have funeral arrangements made? Do you have things set aside if you are already a parent or a husband to provide for your family when you are gone? Something to think about, right? We, we don't want to talk about this thing, but this, and again, think about your last day today. And do you have all those things ready for when that day comes? Because friend, it could be today. Be ready. Lastly, spiritually speaking, you need to right now in life, because it's not your last day, hopefully, you need to be spending time in God's word and talking with him and being ready, right? That doesn't make us weird. That doesn't make us, you know, someone who has a death wish. Because even the Apostle Paul himself, you read in his writings, right? This man was ready to be with the Lord right now. The snap of a finger. But he also knew that, hey, if the Lord had things prepared for him still on this earth, he was ready still to go whole hog on that thing. And that's really where we should be at the heart of things, friends. We should be ready to leave today to know that God is going to have all things in control But we also need to be ready to keep living for today if God continues to have us here. And along the way, we need to have as much prepared as we can. So let's wrap this up, okay? So episode one was all about this one life to live. And I've given you some practical things to remember about in this life. And so I hope you take them to heart. I hope you live by them. And as we close up this episode today, I want to remind you of just a couple quick things to to look at beyond this. Uh, First and foremost, we're hoping to start meeting live together in January. So we kind of keep that in mind as you listen to these podcasts. We will start meeting together uh, in the month of January 2022. But second of all, I want to kind of give you a couple other directions to go where as I'm kind of recording these things right now, kind of just here and there, I want to give you some other men and some other things to reach out to. First and foremost, uh, Kyle Thompson has a great podcast called Undaunted Life. And this man, he podcasts every week and has great stuff. So check him out. Find him online. Find him on Spotify. Find him on um, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Just search Kyle Thompson, Undaunted Life. It'll be a great resource for you. Uh, Second of all, I want to give you a book recommendation before I close and I'm done. Uh, I just finished reading a book by Eric Metaxas called Is Atheism Dead? It is a great book. It's worth picking up. It's worth reading. Uh, If you are local, I have it. I'm letting a gentleman borrow it. So as soon as I get it back, uh, I've actually got one other guy lined up. But after that, I'll have the book back. 
And so if you want to wait and get that copy from me, definitely do that. But if you have an opportunity, look it up online, find it on Amazon, go on Eric Metaxas, um, his own site. You can Google search him and get that. So there are two things there as we close up to help you out through this week. Until next time, though, we thank you for listening to the podcast and we look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day.